0: Welcome back to another edition of Every Step of the Way Bible Study Discussion Group. Um, a little more information about us. We're more of a discussion forum, a group of brothers that get together every Tuesday and talk about the gospel, share the gospel, share scriptures. And we tie it in with real life situations and, and try to make it plain. And and hopefully everybody can relate to it. And, and we try to just bounce things off each other and make it make sense to to the average man or even a seasoned even a seasoned person in the words, so hopefully you enjoy it.
1: It's the group discussion everyone wants more of. The type of conversation people want to be a part of. We share the gospel, scriptures, and we talk real life situations. You've
2: heard us and followed us on Facebook Live. Now you can watch us right here on the Vision Live Network. The wait is over. It's now time for
1: the Hour of Truth. Welcome to the Every Step of the Way Bible Discussion Podcast. The Real starts now. we we'll
3: would open up, our, open up our, our eyes of understanding so that we might be able to see the truth in your word. And we thank you for your presence and we speak a blessing over Jerome. We speak a blessing over Todd. We speak a blessing over Robin. We speak a blessing over all the brothers and we speak a blessing over... George and his family, Lord, that you continue to keep them and guide them in your way and give them peace, Lord, during this time. Amen. In the name Jesus pray. Amen. Amen.
4: Amen.
3: <clears throat> amen. Strong prayer, Brother Charles.
0: Strong prayer. Man, that was so that was so necessary, man. As, as I was thinking as I was coming, coming down the road when we talked the other week about this being from Tuesday, from Tuesday. To Sunday, Tuesday had became me and Jerome had a little thing. <laughs> we really didn't talk Tuesday much, but when we did, we just we answered the phone with Tuesday morning, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and Tuesday became really a big day for us. And unfortunately, circumstances made us you know it shifted us. <clears throat> and sometimes, in between shifting, the enemy seek opportunities in within this shift. You know what I mean? No, I know, I know the, the rest of the brothers. They some of them are coming later on the night in a few minutes. But when we shift, sometimes if you, a couple of chapters ago, we was talking about being in alignment. And if we ain't completely in alignment, it cr- least room for the enemy to seek in and, and change the perspective of the shift. If that make, you know do that make sense? Like Tuesday became such a we almost celebrated. We did. We celebrated Tuesday night. And now that we're on Sunday night, you know, we just got to make sure we stay in alignment with, with what God has called us to do. And, and the, this assessing your authority and t- changing heaven, touching earth. It kind of really brought a lot of things to, to my attention on God's purpose for us. So let's jump right in, man. Brother Robert, Brother Jerome, you got anything y'all that stood out that y'all meditate on from the last two that we went over? authorize the rule. And yeah, man. Um Yeah.
2: What you talking about? You talking about this one or you talking about last week?
0: Just something that stuck out from you from last week.
2: The part where it said he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. Uh, that's been that's been sticking out to me all week because sometimes I don't think we, we value God in the right manner. We don't we don't appreciate God. I, I even text Glenn that the day that us believers, we gotta start appreciating being a member of God's chosen one. And we gotta yes. we gotta appreciate that. And then through his through his appreciation of our appreciation, he reward us. And that been on my mind a lot. I've been on my mind.
0: Yeah, that's so strong, man. Cause think about even through when we when we go through stuff how we kind of naturally, I ain't going to say panic, but fret or worry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, it, and if we do what you just talked about, if we fully appreciate the kingdom and our place in it and how he values us, especially that part, you know what I'm saying? If we recognize that he truly values us and we know that we are worthy of where we where he's placed us, then we won't fret as easily. You know what I mean? Countless times, countless times he done delivered us from, big things, small things, everything. He done covered us from everything, things that we don't even know anything about. But if we appreciated that to a deeper level, man, it, imagine how much greater our life would be just from having the appreciation for who he is.
2: And The other one, I got one more.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> the other one that really, you know, a lot of people talk about, I'm going to pray for you and I'm going to have faith. But in this book on page 99, he said, to wait on the Lord does not mean to sit down and do nothing. Right, right. I See, sometimes we'll say, Somebody will need our help, and we'll say, I'm gonna pray for you. But what are you willing to do to step out your comfort zone to go give this person help through as you wait on God to do what He's gonna do? But sometimes God says, Hey, pray, but go do something. Do something if you can do something to help somebody, go do it. Yeah, don't just pray and do nothing. Faith without works is dead. Yeah. So don't just pray. And say, "Oh, I'm just gonna pray for you, and I ain't gonna do nothing. To, you know, I'm done, I'm just gonna sit back. We're gonna wait on God." But I, I just believe sometimes God gives us the avenue to do something, but we want God to do it all. And just okay. that, that's another thing that's been on my mind.
0: Think about, think about, think about, and it talks about us being in alignment and out of out of alignment, right? What if I'm telling that person I'm gonna pray for them when they come to me, and I'm out of alignment? Amen. And and until and, and someone in the world. It it looks like a big brush off. You know what I mean? Like you said, if I'm if I'm just saying I'm a I'm gonna tell that person I'm gonna pray for them, and I ain't I'm not extending myself in any other areas, and they and they come to two or three believers that they feel like they that's that's true men of God. Hey man, I'm gonna pray for you and I'm out of alignment. It it starts to looks like it makes the kingdom looks not what the kingdom really is. It don't look like it's strong. You know what I'm saying? We should be willing to go but above and beyond what that means. Know what I'm saying? Some things we don't we, we don't have the means to do, but I'm gonna pray for you. is almost cliche at times. Know what I mean? Yeah. Think about when most people come to a, someone, it's generally in a dire time. It ain't. It's not a casual time. Know what I'm saying? They they rather come to us in casual situations. So if someone come to us and I say, "Okay, man, hey brother, I'm gonna be praying for you. I pray for you." It's almost as a brush off. Know what I mean? Because people expect. They expect more out of us in, in terms of things like that, a word or scripture or some advice, another way to help the situation versus I'm going to pray for you. And, and do we truly pray for people even when we say we're going to pray for them?
3: It sounds good.
0: Uh-huh. That's why I say it sounds like a brush <laughs> off a lot. <laughs> if, if, I'm in, if I'm in desperate measures and you, what if what if the person you're talking about is the third person? You know what I mean? What mm-hmm. what if that person talking about is the third person that day or within two days that done told his brother or sister that hey bro, you know, man, that's tough, but I'm gonna be praying for you. Just what if you know what I'm saying? Like, hey man, the king, the people of the kingdom don't look no different than the people of the world if, if they're not mm-hmm. extending that's themselves. True. That's yeah. good stuff, Jay. That's good stuff. Got you got anything else, Jay? Uh,
2: I'm good, man. I'm hold on. <laughs> I've been studying all week.
4: The thing, the thing about that is if you're able. And understand this situation to be able to help, then that's one thing. But don't underestimate the power of prayer. When you say you're gonna pray for somebody and you do, prayer changes things. Mm-hmm. So you have to always remember that. I'm not saying that it sounds good. I heard you, Brother Charles. I'm not saying that you're brushing them off saying it sounds good, but when we have to pray for somebody, Praying an earnest, earnest prayer, then it changes things. It changed us. That's why we are here today, because okay. somebody came us. And, uh, but Todd, well, I want to go back a little bit to where to, uh and ask this question. Y'all got to forgive me now. When the last time you roared? It's in it the book. Oh, yeah. It's huh? in the
0: in the Dominion Roar. I, I, I remember. I know you went with you. When, when the
4: last time you wrote it? a minute. It, 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 I'm gonna read it. It said, and I don't know the whole thing, but I'm gonna read some of it. It said...
3: Where what page? What page?
4: What page? 84.
2: How much?
4: 84. 84. 83. 84. Okay. It's also 83, yet. Yeah, you're right. But uh I'm on 84. <laughs> I'm at, I'm at the uh, last paragraph actually not only does the lion roar send the message of dominion to any and other cats that might be looking to enter his land, but it also sends a reassuring sign of security to the members of the lion's pride what the lion has declared through his roar is that as ruler he is responsible in his dominion he has the authority to call the shots for whatever goes on within it. If he calls the shots well, he would keep his land and he would keep his pride. In fact, if he calls them well, he will position himself to expand his land and expand his pride. Yet, if a lion does not protect his domain, another lion will take what he has. Men, before we go any further, I want to pause to ask you one thing. When was the last time you roared okay I see it good yeah. that's good yeah. yeah this is uh on on page 85 and I'm just gonna read this a little bit to express your authority within your domain you must rule it is not an option you must protect provide lead and partner well in the areas of your influences you must also declare your dominion. By responsibly ex- exercising your rule within it, and you know, and they says that the lion roar can be heard five miles, up to five miles. Mm-hmm. So we have to, and, and, and I know, I know we don't get on this subject, and I'm just throwing this out there because it came along this lesson. If Will Smith would have been roaring and protecting this area, then none of that would have had to happen. And, uh, That's true. That's none of that true. would have had to happen.
2: Well, 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 let me put a different spin on it since you went there. Go ahead, sir. <laughs> because it depends on how you look at Roar. It depends on where Will is in his walk. Because right. what Will did is his form of Roar.
0: roar, roar, roar he just went right. about
2: it the wrong way. Exactly. That's what he was doing. That's what he was doing. He was protecting his wife. Because if you looked at it, I studied what happened that night. Will was actually okay with what took place at first. He smiled about he it. He was laughing. He was laughing. But when he looked at his wife and saw her hurting, he roared and went up and slapped the man. So, the, so it depends on how you look at roaring, because you said, as the book said, it's protecting your family. And that's what he thought he was doing. (laughs) Uh, That's just a different twist on it, but sometimes we can roar in the wrong manner. It just depends on. And I think that was a a obvious roaring in the wrong manner. Yeah. That's just my opinion now, because we got a lot of different opinions about that. But Mm -hmm. I just think that was a little unnecessary.
4: He
0: explained explained the difference, different, different variations of roar in 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 this in this chapter right we're perspective of what raw mean at that moment probably wouldn't <laughs> it probably wouldn't the best interpretation of what he needed to do at that moment right you know right. Me, for me i felt um, like because he laughed because he laughed he should have pulled him to the side after backstage or something you know what i'm saying that, right. was, that was just my take on it like because he laughed he thought the joke was he knew it was a joke he thought it was funny. Now you can't now go and put your hands on somebody because you thought it was funny at first. But when he some of it is when you see your wife in pain, it's almost instinctive to react in a manner that's not well thought out. You know what I mean, it wasn't like he spent a bunch of time. He just got up and went and smacked me. He didn't think about it for 10 minutes. I see my baby hurting. Go put my hands on because we almost been taught to do that. We are. We are. We've been taught that our protection is a physical form of protection. Not not no mature way to say, hey man, you know, I'd rather you lay off my, my wife when you, you know what I'm saying, when you turn to joking, you don't you find somebody else. But anyway, that's good stuff. That's good hey,
3: stuff. I got a question now. This is way off track. Now, what if they uh I can understand will Rowan, okay? Do you think he would have rolled after the rock uh Steel O'Neill? Uh no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> he definitely he definitely would have not. Not in
3: that oh, manner. <laughs> oh, God. Hey,
4: let's move on, man.
0: Chapter 9 <laughs> Assessing Your Authority. Um, <coughs> so this is a pretty good I don't have anything. I didn't highlight anything until page 110. If anybody got something before that, go ahead and shoot the shot. One ten. You got that, Jay? Rob, on one. T- I got on one ten. The second, the second paragraph. It said in Acts, we read about a situation where Jewish men were attempting to cast out demons in the names of Paul and Jesus. The demon refused to leave, however, since the men had not given the authority to use Christ's name. The men had not placed themselves in a position under his rule; therefore, his name carried no ability to affect change. As a result, the Jewish men found themselves overpowered, so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded. That's Acts chapter nineteen, verses fifteen.
2: Hey, I wish you could 17. see my book, man. I had the same thing in mind.
0: For real, I see it. I see. It. And, and I know, I know Jay, all, all three of you guys, y'all, y'all really meditate on stuff. And this, I'm gonna be honest, this this naming, this naming, I I had to read it two or three times this whole because it's just it's really something that I haven't had a lot, I haven't heard a lot about it. I don't know, I don't have a lot of knowledge of naming, so it was very intriguing to me. Somebody give me some on that. What you thought when you read it, Jay?
2: Well. I even had a conversation with my wife about this part because and correct me, and Brother Robert and Brother Charles, correct me if I'm wrong, but what I got out of this is you just can't throw Jesus' name around loosely if you're not one of his. See, these Jewish men were trying to throw Jesus' name around, but the the demon knew that they didn't really believe in Jesus.
3: (laughs) Yeah, right. It was
2: almost mocking it to a point to where the demon said who are you but see even the demon know when you are a, a person of God a man of God right but right. the demon spoke to him because he said who are you I know Jesus I know Paul but who are you
4: right, and then they right. beat him
2: down <laughs> man that was strong man it was, that, was it. Strong. That's, that that was a good illustration of, of Satan you know who you are if you are have you have confessed your life to Christ. He even know who we are. Right. And we are one of Jesus Christ people. He know this. So if somebody come around trying to throw Jesus name around and he's not one of Jesus, the devil said, who are you? Who are you? Yes. I don't know you. Right. Yep. And put a whooping on them guys.
0: Yeah. In today's well, that's, that's terms,
2: I got. That, that that really intrigued me when I read that. Yeah, I got three stars. I got three stars
0: about see, that. That's thing. what I saw the stars right here. Yeah. in today's term, it it reminds me of how how people get in binds, and they always they they just run to the name of Jesus, and and they, I'm I'm trying to make sure I be careful with how I say this, when at in the worst moments we people want to run to the name of the Lord without the relationship yeah without without relationship and that's and that's what it rung a bell to me because i see it so often from some of the same people that come at me with some of the questions like he might like they might not believe and so if you may not believe when when someone's sick and someone that you love is not doing well and then you run to him this is kind of what it's talking about as Jerome said say no say no you don't belong to him like no, you know, you can try to fool people, but the, the, the demon asked them, "Who are you?" The demon was like, he he feared, he did not fear them at all because he knew who they were.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, you know that I've I, I read that man, and uh, my you know how you got King James version and uh, amplified version, and uh, the char the CB version is the Charles beelan version. That demon said, uh, who are you? I know, I know Jesus. I know Paul. Now who the hell are you?
0: Right, right, <laughs> right. That kind of <laughs> how it came <laughs> on. <laughs> it almost like they were laughing, like the demon was yeah, laughing.
2: Yeah, man. Like, come
0: on, you, like, like for real, y'all you being funny right now? <laughs> I, I, I know Jesus and sure. I know Paul. I, I ain't got a clue of who you are almost. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? like." Man, I ain't nobody scared of you. I know Paul not I know Jesus, Now,
1: Who the
2: heck are you? Oh.
1: <laughs>
0: That's a good one right there, Jay. I, I'm pretty sure you probably highlighted this one. On 111, at the top, at the bottom, it, it was talking about a name, it's just a word, and, and Paul responsibilities in the garden. So on, on the top of 111, one important thing to note in this situation. And something that is often overshadowed by our focus on Adam, Eve, the serpent, and the fruit, is that before God ever made a woman, he gave Adam a calling. He gave Adam a job. God did not create Adam and Eve at the same time. He created Adam first as his lead subordinate. Eve did not come into play until Adam had fulfilled his calling of naming that which God had brought him, as well as beginning the process of managing on God's behalf. In other words, the man was to know and practice responsibility Ooh. under God before he was given responsibility over a woman. Adam measured his greatness by his calling, not by his marriage. God. Man, I thought that was so man, I thought that was so powerful and so detailed about, about what's what's most important in our walk. You know what I mean? Mm. A, a lot of times we've been taught that our marriage is everything but. That right there says, as a man of God, my calling at least my calling is at least equivalent to my marriage. I'm I'm a, I'm a tread. I'm a tread lightly on <laughs> I'ma tread, I'm tread lightly on that one. Brother Robert trying to duck his head, but it just said it. Not his it says, not by his marriage.
2: Well, well, let's talk about it. And and I'm gonna talk about me. Okay. So so I won't offend anyone. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw Jerome under the bus. Now, Todd, I had a different take on that when I read that.
1: Uh-huh.
2: And I'm going to tell you why. Because he, he it was some key words in that.
0: Uh-huh.
2: He said before God ever made a woman, he gave Adam a calling. But that calling was for Adam to worship God, to know God. To mm-hmm. understand the principles of God. Yeah. Before his marriage. But a lot of us men, we don't know God the way we should know God and worship Ooh. God, the way we should mm. worship God, to yes. call ourselves a man enough to be able to lead the woman in the right way we should, both should yeah. go. Ooh, that's the wrong man. now. That's the wrong now. I'm not
0: no, Jay, that I'm word, talking about nobody else, word. talking
2: about me. So, so let me let me, because I've been married twice. So I can honestly say that what that means to me in those part is that you have to know God before you get married in order to lead her in the right way the marriage should go.
3: But that's true, Jerome, but to bring it a little closer to what- Help me out then, Charles. (laughs) yeah, when I, I, I when I, I when I looked at it and read that man, that's that hit home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Even after I uh, gave my life to Christ, if I don't know, there you go. staying here as a man, if I don't know and practice responsibility right. under God. How can I manage my relationship with my wife if
2: I ain't lined up under the head? And that's what I and that's what I'm saying, Charles. And see, that's that's the part that I got out of that, Charles. Mm-hmm. Is that when I read that, it says that before he got, before he gave him the woman, right? God wanted to make sure Adam had a relationship with him.
1: Him. Yeah.
2: And then he taught Adam, he wanted Adam to know how. To go before he gave him a wife to know how, but see, I'm just using me again. I Uh, dropped the ball in that area, man. I really did.
3: And 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 uh, oh, I was just thinking too. Help
2: me out, Dakota. I know you just got on, brother, but we on page one eleven, Dakota. I don't know if, and we're talking about the part where it said before God ever gave uh, made a woman, He gave Adam a calling. Adam calling was to be over everything, and then he gave him a wife. Mm -hmm. But that but and Todd read some important words. So, in other words, the part that I got circled, in other words, the man was to know and practice responsibility on the gods before he was given responsibility over woman. And see, basically, what I'm saying is. How can you have responsibility over a woman if you can't even know how to worship God in the correct manner that you're supposed to? Amen. And that's a mm-hmm. message for all men that may be listening to the sound of my voice. So when right. your marriage failed, it's probably because you wasn't leading in the right manner.
3: Mm-hmm. But, you, mm-hmm. but you, you know that, that uh,
2: you
3: know, we, we've been married for 485.
2: I went four, deep on y'all, I'm sorry. 46,
3: 46, y'all, 46. <laughs> yeah, before the 46 in August. But even after 46 years, oh this I'm little, sorry, I struggle with this to a certain extent, but I I in my struggle, I go back to what Adam did. When Adam sinned and he came before God, he then he put it off on the woman. It the woman
2: it's on the woman. Go ahead, y'all.
3: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's what we do. Uh, it's so much easier. For me, to point my fingers at somebody else versus lining my behind up with my responsibilities that God has already given me and my calling that God has on my life, so I will blame, blame somebody else
2: amen, because amen.
3: not doing what I'm supposed to do.
2: And hey, Charles, is- I'm going to take it a step further for you, Charles. I'm going to take it a step further for you. So basically when... When when Adam blamed it on the woman, mm-hmm. God looked at Adam and said, hey, I gave the responsibility to you. You, right. <laughs> he said, you was responsible to make sure she knew the right way to go about this. That's right. So well, now I'm going to punish you. You was the one that I left in charge. Man, that's strong. Hey, tough, y'all.
0: You, know, you know what really jumped out in mm-hmm. that? when God did not create Adam and Eve at the same time, he could have easily done that. Hmm. He could have easily created them at the same time. So that that paragraph talks about the relationship with, with God and Adam. And, and so the responsibility clearly is on him. Know what I'm saying? Well, Be, because it was only God and Adam. It was only God and Adam. So when you started talking about, and I'm, I was reading it over again, that whole passage is about the relationship between God and Adam, which leads to the responsibility. The, the relationship between God and Adam leads directly to Adam's responsibility. So so if he would have created both of them at the same time, the responsibility could get muffled. You know what I mean? But I yet, could say, hey, like we do sometimes. We, I thought you was talking to her when you talked about that part. You know what I'm saying? I only yeah. talk to you. I only talk to you, Adam. So everything, all the responsibility was, lies on your head. Man, that was good. That was good stuff. Well,
3: Adam, but Adam was functioning in his calling what God had called him into, because you remember how Adam gave names to all mm-hmm. yeah. the animals. Do you know? I mean, God didn't say, okay, now that's the ant. No, now that's a uh, dog. No. He just stood back in live Adam to operate in his calling. And when God saw that he was lonely and he took the woman out of the side of Adam, and when he presented the woman to Adam, you know what? Now, this is Charles, okay? This is Charles. If that would have been me, I'd have been looking at, i have been looking at how she was shaped at her complexion, but Adam didn't see that. Mm-hmm. Adam saw her. <laughs> he was operating in his calling so much at that time, he said, this is what?
2: Bone of my bone. Flesh of, bone of my flesh. Flesh of mm-hmm. my flesh.
3: Equal. At Equal. that moment, the man was operating in his calling. But <laughs> he lost focus. <laughs>
2: he was operating in his calling, but he wasn't operating in his authority.
0: Authority, right, right. That's good stuff <laughs> right there, Jay.
3: That,
2: <laughs> but God, <laughs> God,
3: back. God Even God stood back and allowed him to respond. He should have responded in his authority because he had it. And God knew needs- he.
2: I'm gonna take it a step further. You know, I I, I had a, a family member, female, and uh, you know, just out of respect, I won't call her name on on here tonight. But she had some some conversation with me about what some of the things we said last night. But one of the things that she said that was very important was, and Todd and I talked about it as well. Adam had an opportunity to correct it when she told him what Satan had presented to her. Before she fed him, he had an opportunity to say, hey, God told us not to do that. Mm -hmm. That was his opportunity to operate, Charles, in that responsibility that you said earlier, and his authority by saying, no, we're not doing that, because God says, blah, 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 blah. So at that particular time was Adam's opportunity to stand up and show his responsibility and take charge of that situation, and he did not. And
0: that's hey why it fell back on Adam. Hey Jay, you know, at the beginning, I told y'all that this naming, I read it, this naming section, I read it two or three times, right? And what, what Brother Charles just said and what Jerome was speaking on, it, it, it takes me right back to the silence. Think about, mm-hmm. think about, Jerome said authority, right? Mm-hmm. Adam named every single thing, right? And so when it was time to use his authority, he named every single thing, but he chose silence. Think about the na- naming his authority, right? Every, mm-hmm. Everything that God brought to Adam, he named, right? And so when it was time to eat the fruit, he chose not to say anything. It just It's just like mind boggling that with that kind of authority to name, you name, he named, one question, whatever he said it was that what it was called. And so when it was time, when he was approached with the fruit, he chose to stay silent. I'm thinking about the authority that he had that he chose not to function in. Do, do that make like sense to you guys? Like You know what I'm saying? He, he named every single thing that God brought to him. But yet, when Eve approached him with the fruit, he chose silence. That that silent thing we read a couple of weeks ago, the, I think it was the first week or so, the first Sunday. And he didn't, he was the guy. He could have easily say, Oh, oh no, we're not doing that. We, we're not doing that, but he chose silence. Uh, that just that was just something that I
1: meditated yes, while I, I kept breathe, breathe. Wonder. Just makes you wonder, like, why now? Right. Why like, do like, silent you now? you yeah. know how many animals and bugs and stuff that is? You know how yeah, much he talking named, and he, speaking? Yeah. He named okay. All of them. But now you ain't got nothing to say. Why, why? <laughs> it, it make it make you wonder. Yeah, I mean, I never really thought about it like that, but that, that was good, Todd. Uh, about that and when y'all talking about, about man that's this is deep though about having responsibility like it says to practice responsibility under god before he was given responsibility over woman i was unsaved while i was married so i didn't know um nothing about none of that we didn't have no counseling no nothing we just jumped right in it and whatnot wish we could have got some counseling and obviously i highly recommend that the ways that i have done obviously i've gotten with the husband and wife and you know and laid out biblical things or whatever the case may be but Man, like I said, we just jumped right in it and whatnot, man. And I could have easily, just like what Brother uh, Jerome said, I could have easily been on here saying I've been married twice easily. It's just that by the grace of God, I'm still with the same one for 22 years and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So naturally, you can, man, you know, we'd have been through it and whatnot, man. But uh, by the grace of God, we're still here. And I'm talking about after I done got saved, we'd have been through it and whatnot, but Mm -hmm. we're still here. But That is huge to know responsibility, to know God before you you can even think about.
2: That's awesome.
1: awesome.
2: Hey, and and, and, guys, Nicola, just think about it. Just think about uh, what we're talking about tonight. And Charles got 46 years. But I'm sure Charles Mm -hmm. will tell you that he hasn't always did the things that show responsibility in his marriage. Mm -hmm. No. And I'm sure mm-hmm. a lot of men would be man enough if they're man enough to tell you that because Charles have been talking about a lot of things before. Definitely. But we have to take the responsibility before we go to blaming somebody else. According to you know what we're studying tonight, accessing mm-hmm. our authority. So if I'm going to be real about it, my first marriage is all me. That mm-hmm. divorce is all me. Right. Even mm-hmm. if I did it again, it's all me. I got to take responsibility for that because mm-hmm. according to the word of God, the responsibility
1: lies with me. Right, Amen. all of
2: it. So
0: let most me. of it, most of it, most of it. Anybody
2: watching? <laughs> okay, Tom.
0: I, I'm retracting. Anybody <laughs> okay, Tom.
2: listening?
0: I'm retracting. I
2: ain't trying to step on nobody's toes, man. I'm just saying. Eighty
0: <laughs> percent of eighty percent of the responsibility, according to
1: the word, lies on us. <laughs> okay,
2: all right. I'm gonna leave that alone. Then. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Amen, and like Amen. I say, through all of that silence that Adam did when it came to when he had an opportunity to speak up, now you want to talk when God wanted to call you out, it was him. Right. right. Now you right. want to talk, and whatnot. Yeah. Well, all of that could have been avoided the first time if you would have said something then. Right, yeah. right, right. right.
0: That silence, man. Yeah. Did it, did it ever? Did it ever? Uh, is it anywhere where it speak on Adam being leery or weary or tired because? When you when you think of the authority that he he freely functioned in to get to that point and not say nothing, it just you know some sometimes it seems like it doesn't add up. But you know, let's moving forward on page one twelve <laughs> on one twelve. Jay, anybody? Y'all got anything on one twelve? But can't
3: Oh, I am. Oh, I'll just. I'm still. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Hey, you know we hey, free flowing. Thinking about Adam, uh, you wonder why. I mean, man, you do done, uh, I mean, you don't walk in the garden with God. Y'all got a relationship, man. He don't gave you authority and gave you power. I mean, you call him things that, that don't have no identity. You tell him the shark that he's the shark. Then this big, huge creature that God created becomes a shark and it becomes deadly and all that kind of stuff. But when it came to that woman, he kind of, I, 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 and, I, and I don't want to, Now, from Charles' perspective, I I can't blame Adam. I mean, he did what he did. But yet, at the same time, this responsibility that God gave Adam, that responsibility rests on my shoulders today as a believer, as a follower, as a husband. And if you pull back the covers on Charles, I will be right there with Adam. Taking the authority, the way God designed man to do, or he enabled us to do, I wouldn't be where I'm at today if I would have been operating in that. Now, I was like, I mean, Dakota, you wasn't the only one. When I got married, mm-hmm. we went in the, in the pastor counselors, just for a little bit. I wanted that man to hurry up and shut his mouth. Because right. I wanted <laughs> to. And we going to this place where we had now our reception, I'm gonna drink as much liquor as I can drink.
1: No, that's right. right.
3: right. That's that's right. That was me. Uh-huh. But now, I can say back then, I was operating out of ignorance. But now, knowing the truth, and you are held responsible for the truth. Sometimes when y'all started talking on this call earlier, I kind of hate I got on. You <laughs> <laughs> picked a fine time to get on because this responsibility is, is gonna rest on my shoulder. I can't blame Amen. nobody. Amen. I can't blame Adam. I can't mm. blame Adam he did. Cause, I, cause me, Charles, as a fallen believer of Christ, I have the presence of the Holy Spirit on the inside of me. I have his truth, his word. So, excuse. Mm. I got a question. I'm, I'm,
1: I'm, I got a question.
0: Yeah. Do you guys think that's that's the beginning of the term, the flesh is weak? What, was his silence a result of the flesh? Think about, think about the authority that he possessed the whole process in the name and and then when it was time, when he was approached with the fruit, I'm just it, I'm just thinking, it's just, I'm just thinking, what we talk about, it says the flesh is weak. Was that the beginning
3: of it or that didn't come to later? Yes, Charles, I, I, I thought that didn't come to after he sinned. Mm-hmm. And this is just my thinking. I think that relationship that he had with Eve, when he said that's bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh, I'm looking at myself when I see Eve and there was nothing else on earth that was equal to Eve, in you know? Right, I mean, right. And I think he had that, this is just Charles. Man. I think that he had that connection <laughs> with Eve that was so deep, I, I
0: don't know. I, I, hey, hey, Brother Charles, Brother Charles. Now mm-hmm. now you said something. It was nothing on the world like Eve, right? No. We live, in a, we live in a world with a thousand Eves and we are tempted to do things we know are not right. So so co- some of my question comes from that the, the you know what I'm, saying? I'm I'm just wondering if the flesh is weak come from that beginning or later on through the Bible. I'm not I was just wondering. But Todd, I'm
2: a, I'm a, I'm going to just put it this way. What reason would he have to, to, for his flesh to be weak because she was his?
0: Ooh, yeah, that's that's a good perspective. Pre- she was his. Perspective.
2: She was his, basically his wife.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, and there was no other for his flesh to be weak upon. But
0: well, could that be so, the reason why he did it then? Because because she was his, even though he knew what his responsibility was.
2: So you saying he had a weakness to do what she said not to get her upset or something? Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm just wondering because she's the first woman. Okay, and,
2: and, I mean, I want to talk to you about it since we're on air, you know, I, I, I like to talk. Me and you have a one-on-one about. Yeah, it. that's fine. That's fine. It's, that's a, deeper, fine. That's, it's that's, a deeper issue here that I'm gonna and, go with you that I've studied, that, but I'm not gonna bring it up. No. Okay. Do so you okay? And, Adam had some rebellion
0: within himself. What what would be rebellion at that? What would be the reason for rebellion at that point in, in time? Because God,
3: because God gave him his own free will. Yeah, it women,
0: leads to rebellion. Yeah. <laughs> Free will definitely leads us to rebellion.
3: Yeah. yeah but isn't rebellion?
1: If it's spell against God, it's sin. And basically, there wasn't no sin until Adam bit into the fruit. fruit. Yeah. So if, if it was rebellion, I don't know. There wasn't no sin yet at that point before he bit into it. So I don't know. I mean, it, them stood all good points, brothers. All of that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, awesome. And like what, talking, what you said, weakness. I mean, well, he showed in showing the authority. So can you say was that a sign of weakness and all of that? You know,
2: I guess so. We'll 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 come back
0: to this later. It's definitely definitely interesting to talk this <laughs>
1: yeah. discussion. I'm sure me and Jerome wrong
0: gonna chop it up some more later on. Yeah, okay, we're gonna, we gonna chop it up.
2: I promise you, we're gonna chop it up.
0: Anybody got anything on page one twelve?
2: Yes, I do.
3: uh Oh, what's
2: what you <laughs> got? I'm, I'm, I'm in rap form now. Um, oh
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> now what I loved about page one twelve since I have daughters. Um, Priscilla Evans was Tony Evans' daughter. Mm -hmm. And what I love about his illustration on this one was, he Mm -hmm. said, this this one right here, I I even talked to my wife about it. It was good. Oh, yeah. Once she got married, she fell up under the authority. Before she got married, he said, as a father, he was responsible for her. But once Mm -hmm. she got married, and she changed her last name, now her husband became her protection and her responsibility.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: he said, and what I love about this part was, after being married two weeks, she came to her father and asked him for money. And he said to her, go ask your husband. And mm-hmm. Okay, you got it? But what I love about what, what he said after that was when she said, but daddy, you are my daddy. And he said, well, if you need the money, tell your husband to come and ask me. Nah. Now, I'm going to tell y'all what the significance of that is. Okay. Even though she's my daughter, I still have to respect the other man's household.
3: Oh, and yes. If the other man
2: need to borrow, mm-hmm. if the family need to borrow something from me, it's the man's responsibility right. to come and ask right. me for the right. money. So he said, tell your husband to come and ask me. I thought that was very That's, significant that was good. in yeah. the role that thing. Because sometimes we do things out of order. Even though uh, it could be my daughter, and she thinks she has the right to come and say, hey, daddy, we need some money. But he said, I want to respect your husband. I want to. Res- I don't want to overstep my bounds and, and just jump in and help. Because yeah. it may make him feel bad or whatever the case may be. But if he really needs it, he's responsible for it. Tell him to come and ask me. Oh, I thought that was some very good literature, some very good reading. I mm-hmm. studied it. I Even me and my wife even bounced it off each other. And I think that was a very good
4: – I hope wow. everybody
2: got that understanding of what, what I was saying right there.
0: That was good. I, I, I like that too. I like that. I, I figured you would <laughs> – I figured you were going to highlight that. It's, it's strong because a lot of times we, – we going through this book so we can kind of sharpen areas or get, gain knowledge and things that we are doing that could be wrong or out of alignment with what God says, and you know what I'm saying. We do a
2: lot of things out of we do things out of alignment, and it throws the whole ball of wax off. Right from a God perspective, we're talking right. about from a God perspective. Yeah,
0: traditional yeah. versus what traditional. God says. Like we, right, right. Traditionally, yeah. we've been taught. Hey man, yeah, I'm if your sure kid a lot of people you,
2: probably disagree, and they do this, but they got to understand what he's saying in this.
0: What he says, yeah.
2: Book, he's talking about it from a God perspective, and the right order of how things should be done if you want the blessings of god
0: and I, I think it makes things more peaceful if you do it in that manner, in, in, the, in the manner that god had to set the standards for you know what i'm saying that if the if the husband is the provider and the protector and then if necessary because he said well, if your husband don't have it and he come to me and then i'm here for you guys but the order is him first go to him first. he made her go to him first which
2: is very right. important right he held her to that standard,
0: standard he held right. his
2: daughter and- to that standard to Go to her husband to try to get that done, and then if he needed it, he needed to come to her, come to him.
3: Right, right? Right, that's good yeah, stuff, baby. I, I think I would have probably messed that up.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> good, though,
2: you know, why that, that touched me because that has happened to me before,
3: yeah, um, yeah,
2: mm. that had happened to me. Um, I'll leave it alone, but you know what it
0: does, too, though, you know what it does, also it also molds the uh, young ladies. You know what I'm saying? It also grows them from from a perspective of um, daddy is no longer, because a lot of people will because it's been what they've been holding on to for so long that they they struggle to let go, right? And so once you see this order, it puts everything in proper perspective and it makes it easy for everybody involved. You know what I'm saying? Instead of her calling daddy, now she got to figure out when she's going to Ask huggy for the money or whatever, and then it she grows and she relinquishes. cause that ain't daddy gonna always feel like he gotta be there for for baby girl, and mm-hmm. so if she yes. the daughters yeah. understand the, the the standard, it makes it better just for everybody that's involved. That's good stuff, good stuff. Anybody's got anything on one twelve? <laughs> yeah, yeah Jake, I know you do. <laughs> no, that's it. I'm gonna leave it. That's it. That's all I got. What else you what else you got, Jay? Hey, we got. I know you got some else because there's something else on there. No, I'm good. I'm good. Go ahead. You sure? Um, On 113, um, I didn't have much on 113 next to the bottom paragraph. It says, God authorizes dominion only when a man functions as a subordinate to him and the governance he gives. If a man is trying to do his own thing or promote his own agenda in his own kingdom, he will lack the authority to name. I, I thought that was I, th- I thought that was so powerful because regardless of how much we grow in our walk, we still don't give God all the glory you know, as we should, as we should. I think subconsciously we do it. I don't think we do it intentionally as much as we do subconsciously because sometimes you start puffing yourself. When I start puffing myself out just a little bit, that takes, it takes uh. the glory from, from the kingdom. Even if I'm not trying to do it, if I'm puffing me, I'm bringing the kingdom down, and we should always be uplifting the kingdom. I, I, just, I thought that was yeah. good.
2: Well, well I'm on. Man, mm-hmm. hey, career wires. Let's let's go. Let's go to page one thirteen because I got it marked too. And 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 this is personal for me too. When he says some men have not made it further in their careers because they mm-hmm. failed to know their own name and calling. Mm-hmm. See, you yeah. have to know your. You have to know your capabilities and your self-worth. Right. Mm-hmm. And 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 you got to have the confidence in your abilities. And you don't let anybody tell you what you can and what you cannot do when you're right. trying to succeed in a career path. So you have to believe that you can do all things and you have to have an aura about you to get it done. If that mm-hmm. makes sense to you. Yeah, and it's, yeah. got to be, it's got to be a God-given or Aura about you, it can't be something you making up. It can't be something that that you some people call it arrogance. Well, I see arrogance without fighting, arrogance just to say, Oh, I, you know, I, I'm 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 I can't think highly more highly of myself than what I am. <laughs> so, what I'm saying is the proof has to be in the put. If I go out there in the military and and we got a two mile run, hey man if you can run two miles in 12 minutes, but you can talk about running in 12 minutes and you can run it only in 16 minutes, now there's no proof in your pudding. But if I brag Mm -hmm. about running it in 12 minutes and go out there and run it in 12 minutes, now everybody's eyes open up about, hey, he backed up what he said he can do. Right. So Mm -hmm. what I'm saying is your arrogance got to go along with your proof of fact. So if you believe in yourself and you say that you can do something, man, you Mm -hmm. got to go do it. You got to be Uh about it. And God, will, that's not arrogance when you can back it up with fact, and that's how you be successful in the career path. And that's what he means by saying your careers because they fail to know their own name and their calling. You got to know who you are. You got to know what you are and who you are and what God has made you to be.
1: Right.
2: And when you know that, it leads to success. That's just my belief. Everybody may not believe it,
1: uh, brother Jerome. That, you already. It was before my time, but obviously Brother Charles because he's, um, you know, older than all of us on here, so he can remember it. I've just seen the film, and when you talk about the confidence, you think Muhammad Ali, for instance. That brother told you exactly what he was going to do, what round he was going to do it in, and most of the time, he backed it up. But (laughs) sadly, a lot of people didn't like that because they thought he was bragging and whatnot, but there was nothing that the opponent couldn't do about it. Sonny Liston was the biggest and baddest thing at that time that brother said he was going to take him out and had no bones about it and did it. And yeah. then, I mean, his people, everybody thought that brother was going to lose, but he had enough confidence to know that once he get in that ring, it's unstopping him. He knew the ring was his territory. And mm-hmm. like you said, we have to be like that, depending on whatever it is, like a career path. You just said it. You have to know your work. You yeah. have to go in there. You know what you're capable of doing. You know that you should probably be making more money or whatever the case may be. You know that and you have to be confident. As men of God, we have to be confident. I mean, like it's, this is what this thing is. We can't be, like I say, we can't be like in that moment with, with Adam and Eve showing a moment of weakness. Have we yeah. all been there? Have we made some mistakes? Yes, we have, but we got to learn from it. That's why we're only here tonight. We got to continue because the word of God says that we're more than conquerors and we, and we right. have to believe that because the right. word says that. Amen. If the word says, not, I'm just not a conqueror, but I'm more than a conqueror, we For have that. to mm-hmm. believe that
0: right, because
2: the right. word says so. Amen. Amen. You got to know Amen. your worth. Thank you. Thank you, Dakota. Put it very well. Hey, you got to have a God given drive. Amen. To be successful. And you got to know the word of God to back you up in your successful path. That's right. And, <laughs> and I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just being honest with you. You yeah. will be successful if you have that. Yeah. If that's your desire and you got God backing you, you cannot fail. I promise you that. Amen. You cannot. I, I I Not good with
0: stuff. God backing you. Right, that's good stuff, man. That's good stuff. Anything else and,
3: on one thirteen? Anybody? Hey, and, and, and you know this. Uh, well, this whole group, uh, every step of the way, everybody that's been in on this uh, Bible study Tuesday, whenever y'all started, now on Sunday, it's all. Uh, and I just, uh, I just saw this just a few minutes ago. The purpose of this is. For us to understand and to be aware of the truth and the more we are enlightened with the truth then jesus said when i know the truth the truth gonna set me set free. me free amen so what we've been over tonight because i i like i like i like i told you earlier man i kind of hate i got on man so much coming <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> God is using this to bring freedom to our lives. And the little simple thing we talked about, you talked about earlier, I mean, with uh, what uh, he talk, talked about his daughter, Priscilla, when she got married, he was, she was under his authority. And when she got married, she was under her authority. Then she came back to him match for money. And that would have been me. I would, That's my baby. I'm going to give her some money. Yeah. I didn't think about that, but now I'm seeing it. Then you get over here and talk about about having uh, (sighs) the determination to make it say some men have it. Some men have not made it any further in their career because they failed to know their own name and their calling, but yet through that's Jerome. <laughs> but yet through this night, we're learning. And the more we are exposed to the truth, man, the more we're gonna line ourselves up with the king.
0: That's that's that alignment is important, man. That's good. Man, that's good stuff tonight, man. Man, y'all boys rolling. I got Jerome back, Jerome rolling. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for him to go. <laughs> Anything on anybody got anything on 114? Nobody got nothing on 114 on on page 115, the next to the last paragraph. I highlighted when you get the opportunity to name things and watch God bring them into being, that means that even God is respecting your manhood. God (laughs) is free to respect your manhood when you respect His Godhood. That's how it works. That is how you experience kingdom success. Living as a kingdom man is in large part a state of mind. It is understanding that you are not of this world. You represent another kingdom and serve the one true king. In any kingdom, what the king says will happen does happen. That is authority. As a kingdom man, it is your mission to know God fully and seek to advance his glory. When you do, he will lead you and direct you accordingly to what he wants to give you. He will bring you things to name, and then when you name them, he will bring them into being.
2: Uh, I'm going to jump on that one for a minute. You ever heard that we have to call it like it is, and we are speaking into existence?
1: You mm-hmm.
2: see, when 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 Adam named it, God didn't even discuss anything yeah. with Adam about his name.
0: That
2: Whatever was. Adam called it, that, that
0: what it. was. It. That was what it was. And yeah. see, that's
2: what we have to do in right. our successful path. We have yeah. to call it. We mm-hmm. have to believe it. And we have to speak it into existence mm-hmm. through confidence, not arrogance, but through confidence and believing, having faith that it will be what we say it will be. Right. And that's life. That's strong. <laughs> <laughs> he
1: didn't question nothing. You're absolutely right. Amen. That was his baby. You say this is yours.
2: Yeah. Amen.
0: And it was talking about knowing knowing him. If if we don't if we if we're not in relationship with God, and it talked about advancing the kingdom. If if our relationship is spotty, then the advancement of the kingdom is, will be also spotty. He, he don't want a spotty relationship with us. We, we can't fully give him the glory if we some, if we sun-timing. You know yeah. what I mean? If if we sun-timing, if our relationship is sun-timing, if we only give him the glory when he does something really big, you know what I mean? He should get the glory through our life and our walk every single day. If, if Even if we don't see something big, the fact that I'm alive today is a huge... <laughs> I can't think of nothing much bigger than that. I can't think of nothing mm-hmm. much bigger than me being alive today, but you know, the, the world would make you feel like you ain't got $50,000 on you and all that. You no, know, that's success. But no, nah, me being alive on the Zoom call with my brothers mm-hmm. is a huge, huge, huge blessing to me. And I don't take it for granted.
1: Again.
0: Amen.
2: Amen.
0: Anybody else got anything else? We're coming to the end of assessing your authority. If, if no one else has anything else, man, we're going to go over to chapter 10, touching heaven changing earth and man that one started off that one started off i highlighted the first paragraph in that and it says it doesn't matter how much money you have when you die how many people know your name or what position you have if you never got around to doing and being what your destiny is then all you were was a successful failure Ooh. success means arriving at god's prescribed destination for you while having the capacity to and in- Experience, enjoy, and extend his goodness in your life. Man, 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 if I, I read that thing two or three times, man, that, man, it almost felt like it, I didn't need to read the rest of it. A yeah. successful failure. How many, how many times have we ever really heard that term? I've never heard of that. Successful <laughs> failure. Man, that put a whole bunch of things in perspective when you think about if you, if you never get to where he wanted you, yeah. At the end of the day, you're going to be remembered as a successful failure.
3: No, ah.
0: no one's going to remember you.
3: Ugh. That's a nice do. Oh. Go ahead, Brother Charles. Y'all hitting me too hard. Now.
1: <laughs> 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 oh, God, man.
0: <laughs> Shoot. What you had on that? You got something on that, Brother Charles?
3: No, I was just saying when you said that of successful failure, I mean that that means you good at failing. You you succeeded at your failure. That man, that make you
0: think. Hey, uh, so so the term, the term that most of us shoot for at the end of this on this side, right, is well done. My good and faithful, faith and faithful servant. servant, right? Yeah. So what if I get down here? You successful? <laughs> <fan>? <laughs> Say what? <coughs> <laughs> um, I'm what? God, you, God. I'm Todd. I'm sorry. <laughs> you you did a whole bunch of you dying now, but unfortunately, you was
3: a successful <laughs> failure. Yeah.
2: Well. well. Okay, again, I, I, here I go again. Uh,
3: go ahead, go ahead, Jerome. We need feel free help. to
2: correct me if you guys like. But I got, I want y'all to see. I got it marked too. I don't know if y'all can see it. I got it marked in the book. All right, <laughs> uh, but let's talk about this. This is what I got out of this talk. See, mm-hmm. when he when he wrote this, this is what this means to me. He said, "It doesn't matter how much money you have when you die." how many people know your name or what position you held. If you never got around to doing and being what your destiny is, then all you were is a successful failure.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But when I read that initially, I don't think he meant personal gain. The failure that you didn't get was that our destiny for we God didn't, is we, to come we didn't to read him. Yeah, yes. Right. We didn't, we didn't get Just, that. See, that's yeah. what you didn't get. So he's saying, right. you can make all the money and everybody can know your name, but if you die without knowing God, you just a successful failure. Failure, Right, right, right. Yeah. See, if you don't know who Christ is, mm. if you don't know, if mm. you didn't, see, God pre- prescribed destination for all of us is to know him, him. before we die. Right. Yeah. To, to be a man of God, to, to come to Christ. But if you don't get there, it Don't matter whatever else you did while you was on this mm-hmm.
1: earth, Good man You was Good just man. a
2: successful family,
1: mm. and that's and that's scripture. Remember, the scripture said, What is it that a man that gained the whole world? <laughs> gain the world, but lose Dakota, you soul backing soul. me up tonight, but to lose his soul. soul. <laughs> that's right, that's scripture right there,
2: man. Yeah, that's all. Dakota, thank you, man. I couldn't think of that one. Dakota, thank you, man. You I God couldn't bless get that. You be I know when I read it, I said, Man. That's what I was getting out of that, right. that. If I die without knowing God, I don't care how much money you got, how much yes. fame you have, how many That's people right. know you. You don't know Christ. So now, guess what? You're a successful failure. Mm. Yeah.
3: yeah. Amen.
2: Amen. Amen. Well,
0: y'all locked in tonight. Got the mighty war. <laughs> man. war.
2: Woo. Anything else? Moves.
0: You got anything? Anybody moves. highlighted anything else on one seventeen? Mm-hmm. Oh. That's good stuff, right there, OJ in Dakota. Man, mm-hmm. man it was it was so strong because as soon as I jumped, I'm like man, it hit you in the head from the beginning of this chapter. <laughs> just straight hitting you in the head.
2: Well, it, it is something else on this. I, I don't know how much time we got. Give me five minutes. I want it. I call this is strong, man. This stuff is Everybody
0: strong. man, roll, man. Everybody, anybody need to log on log on, <laughs> I Ain't going nowhere.
2: I just, I, it, it's <laughs> important. And I, and I know Dakota. He he's backing me up with scripture, so I got to go there. But read this one, y'all. This is strong. It says Adam mm-hmm. fumble will not only affect his relationship, mm-hmm. but also his location Peace. will not only affect his career, but also his children to come.
3: Yeah.
2: See what we have to realize is when we fumble badly.
3: Yeah.
2: It has a tendency. It's a word that they call what they call that when 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 your when it's a generational curse. Generation. I mean, Generation. <laughs> generation. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is, he's saying that, hey, what Adam did, see, because of Adam, all of us was doomed until Jesus Christ came on the scene because of the fall of Adam. Yeah. So basically, when Jerome messed up, I made it hard for Mika and Jalen and Keela and and Sasha. I made Mm -hmm. it hard for my own children, but they got to stop it. They got to get into Christ so that they can stop the generational things that I've done and ask God to forgive their father, me, forgive the wrong, so that they can walk in a better life. But they got to mm. know God for themselves. I can't give yeah. them that. They got to know God for themselves. But the Bible says that my fumbles can affect them. And guess what? I see it. If mm. you be honest about it, you can see the mistakes you made with your own kids, and you can oh, yeah. see how it affects their life. Yeah. But mm. some of the things you've done, you see it flowing down through your kids. If you, real, if you be honest about it. Even if, I if, see if it, you
0: look if you look forward into our our parents and stuff, the generational, you can still see that you can see the trickle-down effect from, from there that was passed down to us also.
2: Yeah, well, I ain't want to I ain't want to throw them under the bus. I'm all about throwing me under the bus. So I I throw myself under the bus. I won't throw nobody else on the bus. That's good stuff, <laughs> that's why, man.
1: That's, that's why it's stuff. important that we got to cut things off. If you, gotta you cut know it what off. You from, if you know what your father, your grandfather and uncles and whatnot, if you know it was ungodly. And whatnot, and you know, even if you probably did it before, but now that I'm saved, like I said, I don't want my son drinking and driving. I wanna cut that out now. I don't want them doing all that. I don't want them messing with uh, married women and all that type of foolishness. Don't do that because that's dangerous. People get killed behind that type of garbage. I say, I got to cut that mess off right now. I don't want my son's following in my footsteps doing that type of foolishness and whatnot. Our relationship spiritually with God can affect our children and grandchildren. This goes yeah. all, the, we remember Solomon, when Amen. Solomon started building them Amen. shrines to them women, and God said that I'm only going to not go take all your kingdom, I'm only going to take half of it because of your father David and how he lived for me. He showed Solomon mercy because right. of his father King David. Right, And that tells right. me right there, your grandchildren, great-grandchildren can get mercy from God off of what we're doing today, off of our Amen. life. Amen. That's Thank why God. that's so important. When we praise and magnify God what we're doing, it's just not about us. This, is, this affects generations of children behind us. Amen. And what, that affects them, and he can give mercy to grandchildren the children that you won't even meet or lay eyes on all because of how you praise him and worship him. That's huge.
2: But, but, but Dakota Todd and Charles and Darren and, and Robert and whoever else on here, man, I'm going to tell you, it's a reverse effect of that thing, too. Man, genetics are strong. I'm going to tell you what I've done. My son was born when I was 28 years old. And you know, nothing against my other kids, but I was very young when I had them. But him, I knew better. So I started changing my life so that he didn't see all that foolishness that I was doing. And Todd know what I'm talking about because I've talked to him about it. I tried to change my whole world right. before that boy was in this world. And guess mm-hmm. what? Genetically, he came out like me anyway. Anyway. Dakota?
0: Just like him dude. Jeez. He started doing yeah. some
2: of the foolishness that I was doing that he had right. never seen me do and that I was talking to him about at 9 and 10 years old, telling him not to do this, son. Do this. This. Don't do do this. this. Don't deal about mm-hmm. this. I'm trying to I was trying to educate him and drive him in the right direction. And guess what? He still went down some of those same roads mm-hmm. that I went down. That's mm-hmm. genetics, man. That's a, that's a yeah, strong man. thing, man. Genetics is a strong yeah. thing that you have to try to break and guide, but the Bible said, "Raise them up and
0: rear them in the way they should go, and they'll come Amen. back to it." Yep, all right. It's Amen. good stuff, Jay. That's good stuff, man. Um, on one eighteen, on page one eighteen, <laughs> middle of the page. <clears throat> Not only is Jesus Christ the head of over all rule and authority, but He has also disarmed the rulers and authorities, having triumphed over them through Him. When Christ disarmed Satan. He removed the authority Satan had gained in the garden over humankind. Satan still has power, but he has no authority. There is a big difference between those two. Just like there is a big difference between someone standing in front of you holding a loaded gun and someone standing in front of you holding a gun that is not loaded. The person with the loaded gun ought to evoke a completely contrary response that the person with the empty gun. The problem, though, that arises in a situation like that is how to tell if the gun is loaded or not. Satan still wields a gun. And without a believer's comprehension of spiritual authority, Satan empty gun, continues to pressure and intimidate. Yet, the truth is, his gun is empty. With Christ's death on the cross, God removed the bullets and rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son. Amen.
3: That's a wrap.
1: Amen. <laughs> <Yeah>,
3: that,
1: <laughs> yeah, baby. Yes, man. Right Isaiah 54 and 17, he going to form Jeez. that weapon. He holding an empty gun up to you. Yes. It's Isaiah 54 and 17. He got the weapon. That weapon will be formed, but it will not prosper. Prosper. He right. can hold up that gun, to you, but it ain't got no bullets in it. He can't do nothing to you. <laughs> he can't do nothing to you. That's why I say, yes, witchcraft and all of that stuff is real. But I'm not worried about no woman and no man with bones and making a doll that look like me and sticking pin. I'm not worrying about that garbage. I'm covered under the blood of Jesus. Your Amen. weapons will be but they will not prosper. Amen.
0: Amen. That's
1: Isaiah Amen. 54, 17, all day. He can hold a gun up all day. That's all he can do. Like you said, the problem is you don't know whether it's loaded or not. But I'm telling you, Satan, Satan can't do nothing. I have the armor of God on. The word of God tells you that. Put on the whole armor. That's what I'm saying we have to believe that. And like the word says, we got to call it. And we got to call it out. We got to call Satan and tell him he is a liar. It's just like what Brother Jerome was talking about. Lord knows. That's why I I say it all the time about my 23-year-old. That's why I got the gray in my beard. My beard and hair should be as black as Todd is. And Todd and and, and Jerome is older than me and whatnot. But yet, I might look older than him. I'm about to turn 49 next Saturday. And both of y'all in y'all 50s. And y'all see this right here and whatnot. Uh But the point is, the devil is a liar. I'm going to continue to pray for him and whatnot. I'm going to I'm continue to call things that are not as if though they were, or whatever the case may be. That Isaiah 54 and 17 all day, just like Brother Charles said, that's a wrap, bro.
2: That man, that's he
1: really it right. safe, can't do nothing. But we got to know that, though. Like I said, right. it's self account. We have to know that. We have to be confident, like we were talking about a little while ago. You got yeah. to know he can't do nothing, no matter what goes your way. Just like Todd was saying, we got to praise him every day. But some days, you just don't feel like praising. Right. You just right, because of right. maybe your bank account. Uh, Maybe you got a bad report from the doctor, even though we say God got the last say, so don't nobody want to hear that they got canceled. Nobody do. But you got to start coming against it right then and there. Why? Because we know people die for it. I lost a brother through cancer, all of that type of stuff. My one and only brother and whatnot. But I was still yet every day. I done told that testimony before. I was still yet praying that God would heal him. I know that God can heal him if he wanted to. But yet he kept losing weight and kept getting small and small. No matter how small. I kept saying, God is going to heal my brother until my sister-in-law called me and told me he was gone. I believed it up until the last minute, but we still yet got to call things out. That's what it, what it is. Now, there's too many people that got canceled and said that and been delivered from it and thank God for it. I'm not mad at God Say, well, why didn't you deliver my brother? It is what it is. God made them decisions, not me and right. whatnot. But we got to call that out. Isaiah 54 and 17. Weapons go form against us just about daily. But yes. they will not prosper. They will not, no matter how bad the situation is, one Psalm 118 and 6, God is on your side. God is on my side. Whom shall I fear? What can man do to me? Absolutely nothing. nothing. And we've got to quote them scriptures every day because we ain't going to have a Bible with us every day. That's why we got to have that stuff in our heart. Every
2: day. Yeah.
0: Good stuff. Good stuff, good stuff, bro. Oh, man. I man, let me, let me jump in on
2: here. Let me—I know you want to close it out. Let me. Let me. No, no, no. We got time. Hey, I got this, another one. Everybody listening to what what Dakota just said, very strong, and believe what he said because it's true. But I love to put a different spin on it.
4: Yes, and sir. The only
2: spin that I'm not, and I'm not going against what he said, but I oh, want yeah. to make sure I reach the people that are not of God. Gotcha. Because we are. And I'm saying we we are our own worst enemies in our mind. Amen. Everything Dakota said is true, but sometimes we have a tendency to get in our own way. Come on, Todd. We, he, yeah. has Come on, no, he has no bullets in his gun. He has no Satan has no authority. Everything's Dakota saying, but he has a way of fooling us to believe that he has the authority. And Amen. we we go act on it. And we get in our own way because we don't trust God. Mm -hmm. And see, when Mm -hmm. we don't trust God, that's when we start to fall down. But if you do what Dakota's saying, then you can hang because God always got you. He said he'll never leave you or forsake you. But you got to know those things. You got to know that word. You got to believe that word. But even Jerome sometimes get in his own way. And then I go back to the scriptures and God remind me, I got you. Get back up. Read the Mm -hmm. scriptures. Get back on the path. But we as people have a tendency to listen to the bad instead of the good and that's we right. fall short and that's when we start to falling short but if we stay with what dakota just preached to us man we can stay we can stay up we can we can fight the wheels of the devil we can we can we can we can we can, we can rebuke him and we can keep him off of us but when we lose track of god that's when he gets us
1: mm-hmm. can't agree with you more brother i mean we men of god women of god whoever may be listening <laughs> that that enemy is good at what whatever, what he do is we all know that we can acknowledge that he's good at what he do. That, you see all the chaos that's going on, but Amen. he will get in here.
2: He will yeah. get in
1: here. He will do all he can to get in here. And yes, it it makes the best of us doubt. Man, I don't I don't know a Christian man or woman to say they ain't never doubted before, man. Amen. Please, because mm-hmm. because of the situation, whatever it may be, and whatnot, yeah. and it makes it seem so real. Let's like say that just what we on here encouraging one another, and those Amen. that on the outside that are listening. We got to continue to call him a liar. But yes, you're absolutely right. I'll be sitting here lying, to him. I ain't never, man, please. Yes, I doubt it, man. Some things that went on when he attacks that finance, when he attacks your body, when he attacks things going on with your family, like you said, with your children, it looked like they just ain't going to never pull themselves up and whatnot. You just, like I said, it was like that situation for me. I, I still got work to do on my 23-year-old and all of that type of stuff. And I got to believe that God is going to turn it around now. It's not going to be like this forever.
0: Yes. Hey that's 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 funny that it ain't funny because we know how it lines up on page 119 at the bottom it says satan has power he has the power to deceive yeah power to intimidate the power to persuade and even the power to destroy but his power is limited because he doesn't have authority jesus has the authority shortly before christ ascended into heaven after having been raised from the dead, he declared, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Matthew That's chapter right. 28, verse 18. Jesus has complete authority. Amen. That just Amen. lined up with everything that you Amen. guys were just saying right there. Just complete authority. But, but, and I keep, this alignment been in my head all week. I've been mm-hmm. hearing in alignment all day, every day. when when, when we're not in alignment or when we slightly are out of alignment, like they talked about in the chapter that spoke on alignment, that's when the deception comes in. That's when Satan seems more powerful than he is. When we, when we get out of alignment now, he's questioning, he makes us question who, who we really are. Are God really with me at this very moment when I really need him, he starts speaking into us. Hey, where's your God? Where's your God now? You know what I'm saying? He that's, mm-hmm. that's the only power he has. He has no authority, but he has the power to deceive, which is which is huge. That's right. Think, think, think about when people going through stuff, man, it's deception. It's deception going on. My, not so much that my faith is shaking. I'm being deceived. I still I still believe and I know he's great. I am and everything. But I've been deceived for some reason or whatever. Something's going on at this moment. So he, he still don't have no authority. But his power to deceive is very real. But on page 120, 121, I don't have anything. Anybody got anything that they highlighted that stood out to them? I don't have anything else, Tom. You got anything else? I don't have anything on 122. On 123, the first paragraph, it said, You don't need to be a super spiritual sinless saint to maximize prayer, but you do need to know God intimately and rightly align yourself under Him. When James wrote about the power of prayer, he referred to Elijah, who was a man with a nature like ours. Was. Elijah wasn't a superhero. He was a man. He was not perfect. No one is perfect. But Elijah prayed earnestly that it would not rain. And it did not rain on earth for three years and six months. And then he prayed again and the sky poured rain and the earth produced its fruit. <laughs> that, that, was, that was talking about prayer that was the last couple of pages talking about the importance and then and there's a significance of prayer and if we, if we glenn talked the last time he talked about prayer man and if if i walk to be if for us to walk effectively we have to be praying mm-hmm. if if we're doing one single thing it should be praying i'm, I'm that's going to be the last thing i got is like 9 30 next week if you got something highlighted from here because we always go back to anything from the last chapter we can touch that anybody want to speak on this right here real quick before we do our
1: shout outs take away man prayer changes things got to believe in what you're praying man Yeah, got to believe in what you're praying man it does change things if he did it for Elijah he can do it for me he can do it for you we got to believe what we're praying though with all our heart if you don't believe then don't pray
0: I like I like that I like that part to someone to the to the people who's listening and watching that are not say or are not sure where they at. That right there spoke to anyone who's not sure who they are or where they headed. Mm-hmm. Because it, it said he wasn't super spiritual and he he wasn't on of all of those things. But his prayer was his prayer was very effective because he truly believed in what he was praying for. That's and that's, that's very important, believing in what you're praying for. So, with that being said, the, Brother Greg, you got anything you want to say? Brother Greg ain't got nothing. Brother Darren. Brother Darren right now, yeah, nothing.
5: Yo, what's Dave.
0: up? What's up, bro? How you doing, man? Say, just, uh, I'm, I'm so, so happy for the, uh, the class tonight. And, man, we, me and my neighbor, we were talking about some of the same things that we were talking about tonight, you know, with the marriage and stuff and, uh, you know, uh. I haven't read the book, you guys, because I haven't had time. I've just been real busy. But um, I did get on tonight, and um just been very inspirational, like, as always. And, um, you know, just, uh, just got to keep God first, put him first, and have faith
3: in everything that we believe in. And that's all I got to say tonight.
0: Oh, Amen. man, good stuff, man. Good stuff, Brother Greg, man. Awesome word, man. Love you, man. I'll probably hit you up when we get off him, man. Real quick, love you. Good job. Brother Darren.
5: Yeah, what's up, fellas? All right. <laughs> hey, Darren. Man, I can't call it. I can't call it. Uh good stuff, man. Good stuff tonight. Um what I was able to um what I was able to catch. Um, it's good stuff, man. Definitely put some stuff in perspective. Um, what I got from it is just you know, as far as the biggest things, you know, about being a successful failure and, and things, you know, the, a lot of times we mix that up with our own self-righteousness um, and the earth. And we think that just because we're doing good is is good in God's eyes. And that's not always the case if the intent of our, if our intentions aren't, aren't, aren't pure. Um, and I think that goes back to, you know, the Bible saying that we perfect our craft, perfecting our craft, spending time with our craft and different things like that. That's how we're able to do things in confidence. Like Muhammad Ali, he studied his craft. He understood his craft. So when he, he, he knew how to turn it on, he knew how to turn it off. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's how we have to be um, with God. when without gifts and our talents and different things like that. So that way, when we walk in confidence and not in arrogance. Um, and then when we, I was here, listening to something today. It was saying, um, when you, uh, <laughs> When you start making things your god gotta shut it down you know what i'm saying and that's why people don't move forward in their in their gifts and their talents mm-hmm. um because they don't they don't they make it their god you know what i'm saying instead of instead of being of god um but anyways i know we've been your guys have been on here long i can i can go all day but other than that man great stuff i'm learning a whole lot uh from you guys just listening um, and it's definitely, it's definitely a good thing. I was, I was able to hop on I, my apologies. I didn't get on earlier than that, but what I did get, it was some good meat. So, uh, until, until next Sunday, Amen. good stuff, good
0: stuff, Darren. good stuff, man. Always, man. Always love your energy that you bring, man. Good job. Love you. Brother Robert, you feeling okay, man. I know you're saying you wasn't feeling good. If you don't have nothing, we understand. It probably, he wasn't brother Robert. Hey, let's pray for brother Robert.
3: Dakota, when you prayers out here, brother Charles, will do. Hey man, I, I'm so excited that I did decide to get on here tonight. Uh, I miss you guys, man. Man, we've been missing you, bro. I miss you, brother. I, I really have, man. And it's just like the fellowship and and listening to the truth that God is using through you guys to. To build us and to shape us into His likeness and into His image, man, it is priceless. And um, I, I'm just, I, I, I just thank you for uh, being obedient to His will. And uh, through through it, all, we gonna get there, man. We, we, uh, that's why we doing the class. Uh, good job, good job, brother Charles.
0: So love you too, man. You, man, you mean so much to the group, man. And man when, when all you guys are so special to me, man, but, but when, when you're in Rome and, and, and Dakota, man, and, and when all you guys start vibing, man, it's just so much more meat to it when it's, when it's the opposite, you know what I'm saying, when you guys aren't here. So, man, I v- love you. Definitely appreciate you and praying for your family still. Brother Jerome.
2: <clears throat> you know, what I got out of tonight was I think all my issues, all my life, I think, being part of this group now my destiny is to use myself to give back to other people about my mistakes Mm -hmm. you know and and not be ashamed of to not be ashamed of my failures or the things I've done wrong if I can help a young man in his 20s not make the mistakes that I've made I'm 53 years old be 54 this year and I have no problem telling anybody, man, my failures are, are giving insight. So when I speak, man, I'm speaking from my experiences, my failures, and hoping that I can help somebody else not make the same mistake. A lot of the stuff we talked about tonight was hitting home. I'm like, Charles, a lot of that stuff was hitting home for me. And I was just speaking. I was speaking from experience. I wasn't speaking from uh, something I heard. I was speaking from something I went through. So hoping that I can help another man not go through it. So I just thank you guys for um allowing me to speak tonight. I was feeling it. It felt good to feel like you're giving something back of yourself, even though it may be personal, but it ain't personal if you have no shame.
4: Amen. All right. Yeah.
0: All right, yeah. Good stuff, good stuff, man. Before I turn it over to um Brother Dakota and prayers out of here, because his takeaway, man, <laughs> the enemy was telling me last couple of weeks. And I've talked about the shift from Tuesday. I was talking about it before we really got started tonight. But, man, the guys that's on here tonight and the other guys, they coming. You know, it's just a shift and everybody readjusting like they had to do to get on Tuesday night. Uh-huh. Man, but this it's been so much meat. It's been so much meat, man. I don't, I don't know tonight ain't even Tuesday, really. Once I see you guys, it almost feels like Tuesday, for real. Yeah. When, I, when yeah. I'm looking at you guys, it feels like Tuesday. If I wouldn't have done the game today, it would have felt like Tuesday, man. But, man, Jerome brought so many different perspectives on some of the things that we even highlighted. I I feel the same things, man, and it's just that the spirit, like-minded and, man, to focus on the kingdom. When when you focus on the kingdom, you're going to see pretty much the same things. Your your perspective on it might be different, but we're all looking in the same direction. And, man, I love you guys so much, man. Man, Sunday night can't get back here fast enough, man, for real, man. I love you guys. Keep Keep Brother George in, 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 um, in your prayers and, and on his dad's situation, man. And I've been checking on him and he, he's in good spirit, but keep him lifted up in prayer. Uh, let's keep Brother Robert in prayer. He's not feeling really well, but I, I appreciate him even not feeling well logging on tonight, man, just to share what he had, a little bit of energy he had. So we love him too. And that's all I got, man. Brother Dakota.
1: <clears throat> Amen. Amen. And <clears throat> thank God that God um, loves us so much because remember in the, I'm not sure if in the book of Zechariah when it says that we're talking about the enemy and we just talking about all the foolishness that he does when he accuses the brothers mm-hmm. and God basically don't even listen to that garbage. I'm so glad that God does not listen to Satan. I'm so glad right, that he doesn't right. listen to me every time we mess up. Look what Jerome did. Look what Todd did. Mm-hmm. Look what Charles is down there doing. Dakota, yes. that don't make no sense what he's doing right there. And I thank God that he does not listen to that foolishness. And that's what I died for. And even though we might be spotted in a dirty garment, he said at that point, Joshua had on a clean robe. And I thank God um, for not listening to Satan because if people don't know Satan, yes, he is accusing us. He goes to God and he says, look what they're doing. And I thank God that God doesn't listen to that. That God is not petty and whatnot because he knows we make mistakes, but we do the best we can. So let us continue to stay prayed up and pray for one another. Amen. And continue making the devil mad. Because like I always yeah. said, if he's happy, then we're doing something wrong. No, continue right, to make right. him mad. I mean, piss him slam off. Right. Amen. When like you, right. you, you wake up in the morning, when your feet hit the floor, <laughs> oh, there you go. Like you said, all hell, heaven, and earth should know when you walk out the door each and every morning or when right. you wake up. Let us pray. Father God, oh. in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we thank God. Thank you, Heavenly Father, Lord, for this meeting on tonight, God. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for these brothers that was on. Heavenly Father, thank you for all those that was listening in Jesus' holy name, God. Father God, I pray, Lord, that we just got a little bit strong on tonight, God. Thank you for the words of wisdom. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for the knowledge in Jesus' holy name, God. Lord, we're praying for all of the brothers on this every step of the way in the mighty name of Jesus, God. Lord, we're praying for the Clash family right now in Jesus' holy name, God. Be with them and strengthen them, Heavenly Father, right now, God. Continue to order their steps, Heavenly Father, Lord. They need you right now in this bereavement, God. And we're praying for all families in bereavement right now in the mighty name of Jesus, God. Give them peace and give the class family strength right now, Heavenly Father. Father God, touch our brother, Heavenly Father, Elder Robert Price, Heavenly Father. Touch his body, strengthen him, heal him, Heavenly Father. Use him for your glory in the mighty name of Jesus, God. We're going to count it done right now, God. We speak in health and wellness to him right now in the mighty name of Jesus, God. Father God, we're praying for all the other brothers that normally be on that's not on tonight, God. Heavenly Father Lord for George Glenn in Jesus' holy name, God, Brother Kenneth Billy, God. Lord, we're praying Heavenly Father for Brother Joshua, Lord, and Brother Jonathan. In Jesus' holy name, Heavenly Father Lord. Brother, Brother, Prentice Brooks in Jesus' holy name, God, praying for all of those mighty men of God and their families, God, continue to watch over them and strengthen them and use them for your glory in the mighty name of Jesus, God. Father God, we pray, Heavenly Father, Lord, I pray, Lord, that on tomorrow, Lord, if it be your will, God, that when we wake, God, in Jesus' holy name, God, that we will give you praise, honor, and glory because you are worthy to be praised in the mighty name of Jesus. Continue to order our steps until next week in the mighty name of Jesus, God. We love you. We praise you. We give you honor and glory in Jesus' holy name. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. 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 Thank
2: you, guys, Love you, man.
0: Love you guys. Awesome prep, man. Love you guys, Love you. man. Y'all have a blessed week, man. See you guys All right.
2: soon. i right.
1: to go check out these Gamecock girls, man. All right. I what got
3: you got, y'all? Uh, uh, pray for those two families that lost. Uh, you know, we had a, a 12-year-old shot another 12-year-old. Oh, that shooting up there. Yes. 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 And, uh, re- remember both of their families in your prayers, mm-hmm. yes, man definitely will amen. definitely will amen. will
0: do
1: yeah, all right, i appreciate you brothers god yep. bless you amen yep. all right. love y'all yep. man love you dude